Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Today I'm going to be talking about two very important events, days, holidays, or whatever you want to categorize them as, that are very important to me and just to people who are like me. So one of them is Women's Veterans Day and the other is Juneteenth. So first things first, Women's Veterans Day is something that I personally just found out about maybe a few years ago, I think when they started bringing it up and um, states started recognizing it as a day of celebration for women in the military and women who have served in the military. And um, it's just one of those things that's really near and dear to my heart. So this day, Women's Veterans Day, is also referred to as like Women's Veterans Recognition Day or just Women's Veterans Appreciation Day. And it's the anniversary of when the Women's Armed Services Integration Act was signed into law by, by um, President Harry S. Truman. And that was June 12th, 1948. And June 12th just passed. So we obviously celebrated that. And prior to that, um, based on the knowledge and research I've done, I think women could only be nurses and serve in like what they deemed as regular and reserve forces during peacetime is what it says. But I'm pretty sure women played a very big role, even in times of war. And I just know that. Um, so why this day is important and why it's needed is, number one, women has, have not always served in the military. White men have always served in the military, but even black people haven't always served in the military. So, and while this focuses on Women Veterans Day, let us not forget that it's it's still not, I don't want to say it's still not accepted because, I mean, we're there. It's still, like, forgotten or not recognized as much as men. Um, I am encouraged because sometimes we go out and I know I have on moto shirts. Um, and for those of you who don't know what moto shirts is, it's basically just saying I'm a veteran or it has my branch, which is Marines. I have USMC on my stuff and I'll have female vet or whatever. And um, I get a lot of great comments and, you know, a lot of great things people say about women in the military and how courageous that is or whatever. But there's also times where I will be wearing the same exact thing. And for some reason, people seem to think either I'm wearing my husband's moto gear, which I'm sure there's some spouses out there who do that. But had I never served in the military, I definitely would not wear military gear. And if I did, it would be like wife to a Marine or something like that. But that's just me. That's just my take. I I wouldn't wear my husband's shirts like that outside of the house because I didn't serve. But to each his own. So, you know, and people will think that I have some type of stolen valor because I'm wearing female vet. And it's like, really? <laughs> Come on. I mean, yes, there are people who do it, but like, it's not the average everyday like law-abiding citizen who's out here just pretending to serve when they didn't. I don't personally know anybody who do that. Every person I know who rep their service loud and proud has been women who actually have served. 
So this day is really important because it just brings awareness to, yes, women have served in the military. We've been serving for all these years. And this day is needed just to recognize women are still doing great things in the military. There are a whole bunch of people who say a whole bunch of negative things about this day, saying it's it's uh, segregated and that it creates separation. And that's just not true. Everything that happens is all about mindset and how you choose to look at things. So if you're always a negative person, you're probably going to have a negative outtake on what this day actually represents. And this day represents equality because women were able to be in and what was deemed a male-dominated field. So it doesn't create division. It's a day of remembrance and it's a day of recognition saying, hey, these women really wanted to be in the military and really wanted to be in, in these jobs and roles to pay homage to themselves and to fight for their country. So it's about equality. That's what we're recognizing on this day. And for people who don't get that, they're highly just ignorant and they're choosing to stay stuck in a mindset that's really just outdated, just being honest. So Women's Veterans Day is important to me because it's it does all those things that I mentioned. Not only that, but it brings women veterans from every walk of life, every background, every culture, every branch even, together to celebrate something great. And for me, this past Women Veterans Day, I was able to join on a new organization that I've uh, been in contact with and they had like a celebration and it was just fun. They gave us information. We met new people who are doing amazing things out in the military community and just the community as a whole. And then it, it connected us in a way like I probably wouldn't have met somebody from California had I not, you know, been on, been a part of this celebration because I live in the South. I don't live West Coast. I don't think I will ever live over there. I go to visit, but the chances of me meeting everybody like i met people from all types of places at one time right here on this virtual thing we were doing the chances of doing that like in real life would probably be slim and would take me a lot longer so i love women's veterans day because of that it creates this cohesion within the women in in service and women veterans you know type thing because it's not just the transition veterans who are celebrating it it's the veterans that are still in uniform because that is the play on differences but this brings us together in a huge way and i saw something very amazing over this past women's veterans day is a lot of women vets were talking and sharing their stories and there was a lot of collaborations and community happening just in these few hours that we were talking and listening to each other. So that's a really, really beautiful thing. And I will celebrate this forever and ever. And I will bring awareness to this day forever and ever. And just based off the history of how it started, you know, it's just amazing to me. And there's still some states that has some work to do from what I was reading that need to, um, I guess, recognize it as a commemoration or something. But all in all, there's a lot of good places that are doing it. And I know everybody knows, every veteran knows how big Texas is. Now, Texas has its flaws, just like every other state. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I will go on a limb to say they are second to none when it comes to veteran benefits and just taking care of those who served in the military. That's why it's a high 
population count of veterans in Texas, it's because of that. It's about the school benefits, the family benefits, you know, just everything. And my sister-in-law and and some other friends live there. And I've just been like, y'all got that there? And like, I live in Mississippi and it's like, yeah, Mississippi don't have anything like that. And it's like, that's crazy that y'all have all that. It's like, I want that. I might move to Texas. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, you can do that where you live in. Okay. I'm, I know that's true, but I was not called to live here for the rest of my life. So that's going to be a negative on my part, but I would support someone else doing that. So Women Veterans Day, I could talk about this all day, but it's it's just recognizing trailblazing women who are doing things that are outside of the norm. Because sometimes when you go in the military, and this is not just for women vets, but all vets, when you go in the military and you decide to get out, Sometimes people will say things and I know they mean well, but it's almost like this stigma that when you get out the military, you're going to go back and live with your parents. Now, some people do that, but that wasn't like what happened for me and a whole lot of other people I know. It's like you can do great things the same the same way you can do great things in service. You can do great things out of service. And that has been proven with the two organizations or three organizations of women women vets that I'm a part of. And uh, I would have to talk about them later in some probably later episodes as I didn't get permission to mention them here, but they are really, really great. And I can't wait for them to come on and share so that you can hear their stories and hear all the amazing things that they're doing for women veterans and just veterans as a whole. Hey friends, let me tell you about this amazing challenge I have that will help you cultivate resilience in your military marriage. Military marriages are unique in the fact that they are resilient and optimistic. However, many married troops and their spouses have confessed that they don't feel resilient, nor do they feel optimistic. They've also confessed that they have no idea how to really get there. This three-day challenge is going to help you cultivate resilience in your marriage. But not only that, it'll help you have more fun and connect on a deeper level. So if you're interested in joining us for this three-day challenge, go to bit.ly slash R-M-M-C. That's bit.ly slash R-M-M-C to sign up for this challenge. The next holiday I want to mention is Juneteenth. Now, at the recording of this, Juneteenth has not happened yet, but it is coming up on June 19th. And Juneteenth actually comes from the combination of June and 19th is Juneteenth, which is amazing and creative to me because I just like creative things. But Juneteenth is like over 100 years old. It's a holiday that celebrates the emancipation of the African Americans from slavery in the U.S. And like I said, it's celebrated on June 19th. And, you know, because of this holiday, it gives us a lot of history, a lot of knowledge, encouragement, and it gives us actions to take for what still needs to be done in not just the U.S., but the world as a whole. Because this is not a I know we talk real heavily on the U.S. because this is where we live, but it's not real 
specific. This issue is a world issue. It's a global issue. And yes, we have to fix it in our own backyard first before we, I feel like we have to fix it in our own backyard first before we can go abroad and try to fix it. But I will say it's a, I feel like it's a greater problem over here. So I do agree that it's a greater problem in the U.S. Just recognizing blackness and just people of color and just, you know, treating us equal. I know people would go on a limb and say that we are treated equal, but if that were true, there would not be a need for movements like Black Lives Matter and these other kids out here who are making making noise about things that are injustices and things that are happening. And obviously, when you do anything great, there's going to be a population of people who don't understand, and we're not trying to get them to understand. It's, it's not about you understanding. It's about you respecting that Black lives do matter and respecting that Juneteenth is something that we celebrate. And, you know, Juneteenth is a, a back and forth for a lot of people. I know it's a time of mourning and loss and hurt for people as they remember everything surrounding Juneteenth. And then it's celebrating that, hey, we are technically you know, on paper free from slavery, but modern day slavery and the way that it's happening is still a thing. I wish I had enough time to go through everything, you know, cause I could break that down into several different lessons on this podcast, but we just don't have enough time in this episode, but y'all get what I'm saying. So Juneteenth is one of those holidays that I learned about. I'm kind of, I'm kind of salty because I didn't learn about it growing up. And it's like, this has been around longer than I've been alive. And my parents didn't know about it. I asked them and they didn't know what I was talking about, which is kind of sad, but I, I educated them on what it is. And I was like, this is something that we need to be talking about just in our households. And my kids know what Juneteenth is. Now they won't because they're little, they won't be able to recite word for word what I just said, but they know it's a celebration of us. Now, they they get it, Juneteenth. Now, they, they get that we celebrate our heritage and our blackness all year long, because I'm, I'm very adamant about that. I'm very forthcoming about that. And, you know, it's, it's real important to me. So they know we do that. But Juneteenth and Essence Fest is like big things to me and the kids. Now, my husband, he he recognizes that he's black and that he's he's all proud of who he is and stuff like that. But he's just not as loud as I am. But we're like from two different places. I'm from really up the street from where I currently live. So I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. He's from D.C. So we just have a different perspective and different way that we voice our our um. I guess voice our, not opinion, but facts, because mostly it's facts, you know, and things we believe in and things we're passionate about and what we're advocating for. That's what I was trying to say earlier. But, you know, but a lot of times what we do comes together and it meshes because, I mean, marriage, this is black married and in the military, and it meshes together and it and it makes us better. It makes us see a different perspective, you know. Cause I'm extreme in my way and he may be extreme in his way, but that's okay because we're, we both have the same goal at the end of the day to shine a light on injustices 
and to bring awareness of things that are happening. So Juneteenth has this whole long history that I can't read because we'll be here all day. And while I know y'all love this podcast and y'all love me, we just don't have time to be here all day. But Juneteenth is one of, it says the oldest nationally celebrated commemorations of the ending of slavery in the United States, in the United States. And so for me, when I just, when I think of Juneteenth, I think of just the importance of building upon a legacy. So we, well, and let me just pause right here. So if you're listening to this and you're black, married and in the military, or you're just, you're black and you're supporting or whatever, even if you're not black at all, Juneteenth is something you should really get educated on because it is really some things that happen that, you know, kind of, it probably would explain a lot of the things for you that you're curious about if you're not black. And if you are black, this would definitely put things into perspective for you and help you get a better understanding of the history, who like who founded it, and all these other things that happened surrounding Juneteenth and how it was created and why we should still celebrate it to the end of time, basically. But Juneteenth, you know, I always say it's building upon a legacy. So yes, Juneteenth for us is to do several things. So one is for us to remember, remember all the things that happened and why Juneteenth became a thing. So it's for us to remember our history, everything that went on. It's for us to bring awareness, teach those who don't know, teach the next generation, teach those or bring awareness to those who are unfamiliar with it. You know, uh, I'm all about education and educating people. While it may not be my responsibility, I'm willing to do that for people who are willing to learn. It's like spades. Y'all know in the black community, y'all don't be want to teach nobody how to play spades. But y'all know y'all need to teach some people because you need to raise up the next person so they know how to play. There's going to be somebody because somebody taught me how to play spades. I didn't just pop out the womb and know how to play spades. I got taught at like the table in the gym at school by my cousins and, I, and our friends. So it's, it's like that. So remembering history, education and bringing awareness, and then building upon what we know is true, what we can do to change things. It's a legacy. So we're building upon that. So what can we do to end these things that are happening, whether that be police brutality or whatever category you want to insert there? What can we do to make things better? What can we do to bring unity? What can we do to to um, bring change? And Make no mistake, just because I'm not screaming all over social media about Black Lives Matter, I'm Black, my kids are Black, my husband's Black, my family's Black, most of my friends are Black, and I believe Black Lives Matters. Now, which Black Lives? All of them. Anybody who identifies as Black matters. Now, yes, I also do believe that all lives matter, but let's be honest, if there was not a need to say Black Lives Matter, we, we wouldn't have to say it, but we have to say it because not everybody values Black Lives. And you can write off your own little theory about that, be my guest, whatever, that's good for you. But what I want to say about Juneteenth is just that it is important and it is celebratory and it does 
contrary to popular belief, it does bring people together. It brings the black community together and it brings people who are not black, but love and support us together. You know, we always characterize them as our allies and yeah, sure, that's what they are. You know, and so it's, it's a cause of celebration saying, we are taking steps. Yes, there's a lot of work that still has to be done, but nothing was built overnight. Now, if it was, that would be easier and that would be like, great, we would love it. But there's a reason and a season for advocating and protesting and all those things. And to say that it's not needed, I'm gonna need some of y'all to go back and read that Bible, like for real. So Juneteenth is very important to me because of that. And my family definitely talks about it. Um, I know a lot of people are still, I don't want to say in the dark, but don't quite understand. And I'm not just talking about black people, but people as a whole don't understand Juneteenth and why it's needed. Okay. It's, it's the same thing as Thanksgiving and Christmas. You celebrate that like gloriously. So what's the difference in celebrating something that may not be necessarily about you because really Christmas and Thanksgiving ain't about you, but you celebrate it. So Juneteenth should be something that regardless if it's about you specifically, you should celebrate that. And also June is just a month to celebrate. There's a lot of things that happen outside of Women's Veterans Day and uh, Juneteenth. It's Pride Month. There's some other things that happen. I think right before this, before June even got here, was Asian Island Pacific, Pacificer Islands Month, however you say that. But a lot of things happen and just leading up to this. But June, I feel like it's just a month that people celebrate. They graduate uh, high school, college, you know. So June is already a celebratory month. So to add in here to very important dates that I'm talking about or very important events that I'm talking about, I think it's great. So a lot happens here and there's a lot to be learned and there's a lot to be built upon. And, you know, it takes a level of maturity to be able to take a step back and say, okay, maybe I have been viewing this wrong all these years or whatever. And and what can I learn from this situation? Because I don't care who you are, what you look like, what background you're from, you should be learning all the time. Even me on this podcast, you know, hosting and facilitating this thing, I'm always learning. I learn from my guests that come on here. And while we are predominantly black who are up here, there's been some white people come up here and share their stories. And, you know, this space was created for black married and in the military, but it's an open space that creates authentic conversations that are real and raw and true. And so for that, I am proud because it creates this space where people feel comfortable. It's like a red table talk, but podcast, you know what I'm saying? And so I really wanted to talk about Juneteenth and Women's Veterans Day because those are two very important events that happened and are happening and that will occur every year. And I just want to shed some light on that because Women's Veterans Day is just at the top of my list anyway, because I'm a woman vet. I know a lot of people confuse that and think I'm a military spouse. Yeah, I've been in that military spouse role too, but I am categorized as service spouse for those who have spouses who also serve in the military. 
you know, or have served in the military. So I just want to leave you with that. And I just want to let you be encouraged because there are going to be times where people will just be negative and that's, that's just who they are. Believe them. And so, and don't let that deter, deter you from celebrating your service as a woman vet, or if you have women vet veterans in your life and you're not one, you know, cause I have friends that are civilians, never served a day in their life. They celebrate me. They celebrate my husband. They celebrate our family. So, you know, if you have women veterans in your life, you know, recognize them and tell them thank you. Because honestly, just thinking about women vets in, in service, it's not easy. It's not easy for anybody, but it certainly isn't easy for women vets because I feel like we have to fight that much harder. We have to push the status quo to be able to be recognized to be veterans and to be recognized to be in certain jobs. And if that were not true, certain things wouldn't have to be put into law. Certain things wouldn't have to be reenacted. They wouldn't make a big deal, but it is a big deal. So celebrate women vets in your life. If you if you know any, if you see them, tell them thank you. Um, appreciate them and just be kind because you never know what their experience was or what they are experiencing. So there's that. And then Juneteenth is a cause of celebration just everywhere. Um, I know our family has made it our mission to be more vocal, I guess, about advocating and bringing awareness to just things that are important to us. And Juneteenth is one of those things that's important to me. And since I have this platform. I believe God has blessed me with this platform. I'm going to use it to bring unity. And Juneteenth is one of those things. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that this has at least shed some light on what Women's Veteran Day is and Juneteenth. And I hope it just causes you to go and look it up even more and see how you can celebrate with your own family, how you can recognize it and incorporate it in your life. Because diversity begins at home. It don't begin out there in the streets. So if you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok, and T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.